it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories, but did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. (laughs) Every Tuesday at 8pm Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live every Tuesday, and we'll save you a spot by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Green Room for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello, Campfire Stories Tuesday to everyone who is here. I am Sabrina, and Corinne is coming up, and we are... So excited to be here and talking about haunted objects today. Here she Woo-hoo! is. Hi, Corinne. Hello. Hi, everyone. Oh, you're echoing. Oh, shoot. You know what's happening? I'm so stupid. No, Sorry. you're not. <laughs> Bidding myself up. It's because I start our room on another phone and I had the volume oh. fully. I was like listening on the phone, but also had <laughs> over. I liked it. It added um, a spooky effect. The fact that I didn't even notice, though. Like, it was clearly echoing on my end, too. And I was just like, cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just love Tuesdays now. It's the best day of the week with it all is. of you. Um, I love seeing everyone stroll in. I love everyone chatting in the chat, hitting us up. Um, yeah, today we oh, – well, I guess I should introduce us. We are the hosts of Two Girls, One Ghost. Uh, that's Corinne. I'm Sabrina. And we are here every single Tuesday talking with you, sharing ghost stories amongst fellow spooky pals. Mm -hmm. And it's just the best thing in the world. And today's theme is haunted objects. We don't always do a theme if you are new here, but this week we decided to do a theme. And well, we were inspired from everybody last week who shared because there were quite a few haunted artifacts. And so when we asked for suggestions for a theme for, for this week, it came up again. So we were like, you know what? Let's do it. Because there's so many ghost stories involving haunted objects. Yeah. Like, I think, it, like, the example from last week, or maybe it was the week before, where someone had mentioned the Dybbuk box, which is uh. one that you had covered. And there's the Crone of Catskills. And there's these terrifying, terrifying objects. There's haunted dolls. There's, you know, old antiques. There's a lot of scary, scary things. But then on the flip side, there are also really, really wonderful examples of a haunted object. Like maybe your grandmother's chair always rocks or (sighs) your 
great grandfather leaves dimes whenever he's present. Like, I just feel like there's just two extremes and I like being able to hear all of it. Okay. Well, I have a couple and these are just like short, small, little things from my life. But the first is one that I think people probably already know, but there was this teddy bear that I had growing up (laughs) and I got it from Costco. It was like a cute, just like a white fluffy teddy bear. Um, and every time, like the day I got it, I had the worst nightmare of my life. And every time I slept with it in bed with me, I had nightmares every single time. So it was a nightmare inducing teddy bear. I don't know why or what was going on with it, but it was terrifying. And then I, growing up, we had a mom and a son ghost in the house that we grew up in Jersey. And so my brother's toys were always, always, always going off. He had a Blue's Clues that like came with a book. And every time you opened the book, Blue's Clues, like the toy would like open his eyes and like go, and, (laughs) and, but it was, it was always in tandem with the book. And if you closed the book, Blue's Clues would go to sleep. But the amount of times that we were sleeping and no one was touching the book or touching the toy it would go off by itself and it's like so creepy. It's so creepy. And that was a common theme in my, in our childhood home is that my brother's toys would always go off and just your brothers. Yeah. I guess like he was the younger one and ha- and we believe it was a young boy ghost. Mm. So I think he took Tempted a liking. By his toy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what your parents thought. <laughs> like, was it one of those scenarios where they put on brave faces and they were just like just write it off don't make everybody else scared but they were shitting themselves or well just like whatever so my dad was like always always open to the paranormal and I think they my mom and dad together at that point had like experienced enough where they knew that this was a pleasant thing like it didn't mean us any harm and Mm -hmm. they had been given kind of that confirmation from other people who are open to the paranormal. So they weren't terrified, but like my little brother was waking up in the middle of the night, like crying to my mom saying, mom, tell the little boy, I don't want to play. So I'm sure there was some fear, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like terrifying. It was more just like, Hey, can you guys like let us sleep? Yeah. It's still so spooky. I just think toys going off are just so unsettling. It was like the the musical snow globe that was talked about last week. Last week, just yeah. The fact that things have to be like wound up or like fully clicked and turned on. It's just the yeah. classic story of Furbies, you know, just absolutely terrifying, blinking, beady eyes. I'm not into it. <laughs> Although I'm I into love it. I love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to experience it, but no. And that's why I have that one rule for myself when I go antiquing that not related to toys. I don't buy antique toys because that terrifies me. (laughs) But when I buy something that is an antique, I, my one rule is that I have to really, really, really love it. Like love this object so much because I've convinced myself that if I love the thing and I'm obsessed with the thing, then the ghost, the spirits attached to it will will either just be so glad that it ended up with me in my mm. home that they'll leave me alone or that the demons attached to it will be like, oh no, we can't battle this amount of joy. It's too much. 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say you, you, your deal with yourself is that you have to love it enough that you're willing to deal with a ghost. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it's, I mean, the deal is only a deal made with myself and not the actual spirits, but it's just what I'm willing into the world here. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, enough about us. We want to hear about your haunted objects and um, we're going to start bringing people up. Just a reminder to everyone. Let's try to keep our stories to like five ish minutes, but of course don't like cut yourself short. If you need to tell more tell more, but we just want to get as many people up here as possible. And I'm going to just go ahead and tell like the next three people who we're bringing up just so that you guys can prepare and it's not extremely anxiety inducing Mm -hmm. and you run away. (laughs) Okay. So first up, I'm going to bring up Caroline. And then after that, I'm bringing up Kristen Casella and then Joseph Pacheco. I think that's how you say your name. All right. This is like roll call. You're suddenly a first grade teacher and you have to pronounce everybody's Uh. names. I don't know what's scarier, that or being a first grade teacher. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the latter. Caroline. Here we go. You're up with us. Hi, can you hear me? We can. Yes. Hello. Oh, perfect. Thank you for having me speak. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're so excited. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay, so this is a story from my aunt, and this is about a haunted doll. So she's a very skeptical person about like the paranormal world and she's not really a firm believer you know whenever I talk about it she kind of like laughs at it and makes jokes but jokes on her she has a haunted doll living with her so oh my god um, yeah so uh, she recently moved in um with her sister with my uncle as well and she lives in an older house and um yeah so the sister's been living there for a while and so she was recently cleaning um, cleaning out the room that she's going to be staying in. And there's a lot of old stuff that's been collecting dust in there over the years. So she's just haphazardly, you know, grabbing piles of things and putting them into boxes. So she picks up these two very old dolls. And um, when she plops them into a box, she immediately hears this like, childlike cry slash whimper coming from the box and so this yeah so this startles her obviously and like freaks her out because um she's the only one home at the at the time she's doing this you know there's no children outside um that could have made that noise and the dolls aren't battery operated or anything or like there's nothing in the house that would you know, cause that sound naturally. Oh my naturally. gosh, it's so unsettling. I know. And what makes us 10 times creepier, um, so when she was like digging through the box to look for like a possible explanation, you know, like I said, she's very skeptical about all this stuff. Um, she realizes that she placed the dolls on top of one of her sister's old crosses that doubles as like a holy water container. Oh. And then, yeah. oh and that, gosh. and it was leaking a little bit. I'm guessing that happened like due to her, you know, grabbing piles of things and packing them up. So I'm like, is there a dark spirit or entity attached to this doll? And, you know, when it hit the holy water, it was like, oh, I'm burning. So I don't know. I think that's super creepy. Um, she's, this is um in Pennsylvania where this happened and they live here in Florida where I am half the time so she hasn't been in the house 
recently they came here like right after that but I guess um when there's like younger children that visit that house um they're like very scared of that room I've never been there before but I want to investigate now I've never had like a you know, a scary ghost experience of my own. I'm sure I'll regret saying that one day. I'm like, I don't have any stories for myself, but yeah. So maybe I have to do some digging eventually, but yeah. So what what did she end up doing with the doll when she found it? I don't know exactly. Um, Because this is a story that my dad told me, me and my dad listen to your podcast all the time and love, you know, all this stuff. So he, when he visited them recently, um, he told me this story and was like, oh, you you have to, uh, you have to uh, call them and tell them about this or (laughs) message them or whatever. So yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if she just left them there and like covered the box. That's what I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. I I doubt she wanted to touch them or move them around even more after hearing that, you know, maybe they're just like, trap in the closet still I what don't if, know but what if your aunt comes home to her house in Pennsylvania and like the doll is missing and the house is like a mess oh my gosh that would I wouldn't be surprised if that <laughs> happens that would just that'd be crazy but yeah that's so it's just so creepy that you know it hit the holy water and it just made this like crying noise like I, know. I feel like that's a sign that it's I don't know something evil rather than just like an innocent spirit I don't know. Right. The fact that it's like whimpering, wincing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know. It's like trying to battle the pain of the holy water. Yeah. I know. I'm like, who knows what, like what's attached to it, but yeah. Spooky stuff. (laughs) Wow. How -hmm. much holy water was there? Cause I'm picturing like a huge, you know, like garage. I think it's like, more of like a small one that you like have in your palm or something yeah. I'm not really sure like yeah nothing that could be bigger than your hands but because I think it was small enough that she didn't realize it was in like the pile of stuff she was grabbing and like clearing out this room so it was like okay. a surprise to her that it was in that box as well and she was like even more sketched out when <laughs> she re- like put two and two together yeah, that's so creepy. I hope she has more because it sounds like <laughs> it's a yeah, I know, right? Yeah, maybe you should yeah, keep that close to you when you're staying in that room. <laughs> oh, man. I know. That is so spooky. I know. Yeah. If there's wow. any more experiences when she gets back home, I'll, I'll email you guys to keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, please well, do. Thank you. Please do. This is Let us know where that I'm, doll ends up, too. If any yeah. of the family <laughs> ends up adopting it or yeah. invested. <laughs> walks out the front door, let us know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am fully invested in this. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. Thank you. Hope you guys have a good night. And I can't wait to hear the other stories tonight. Same. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Caroline. Wow. So if anyone else has joined us a little bit late, we do have a theme and it's it's up at the at the top of the app or your desktop computer. And tonight we're talking about haunted objects. So naturally, Caroline starts us off with a haunted doll. Of course. <laughs> oh, hi, Leah. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. She's um, so chatty. I hear. OK, I'm seeing in the chat that people are hearing noise. Is it coming from my end? Because I have, I am by my front windows and there are cars passing. 
or mine? I don't know. I'm not hearing anything from you, Sabrina. Okay. Okay. Well, Maybe it, this is an EVP that excludes the two of us. I don't know ooh. what the ghost has against us here. But <laughs> like, hey, I want to hear FOMO. Let me in. Oh, also, if anyone was in the green room episode last week or green room chat last week, we were talking about the EVPs, remember? Yeah. And that episode comes out tomorrow. <gasps> so posted on our feed of two girls. Oh one my Go. gosh. So, listen what was to the that time one. code like 32 or something 30 yeah it, it was 30 30 something, something. okay yeah Leia, so are you excited now she's like ain't no way she wants food let's be honest <laughs> okay all right I'm bringing up Kristen. is that who i said next i think that's who's next in the queue and then joseph after that perfect do i have memory issues I I don't I was literally just thinking I can't I can't help you here because I don't remember what you said either. I think I blacked out for the last twenty minutes. Well, it's hard because you're the host here, so you're you're getting all the requests that you're trying to go through, and then we're simultaneously also trying to read the chat while talking and listening. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot of going on. multitasking. Okay, hi Kristen, can you hear us? Hi. Hello. Um, I can't believe you guys called me because this is the first time I'm calling into Campfire Stories. I'm like oh catching up on the recordings. Oh my gosh. Well, welcome. Thanks. I'm only on episode, like I've been listening to the podcast for a long time, but I took a break when I was in my third trimester um, because my husband kept saying he didn't want the baby to get haunted. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that he was like only 10% joking. Um, but uh, now I'm, you know, past that. The baby's been born and everything. And so I decided oh to start catching up. And I am I was like, what are these new campfire stories? So, Well, first of all, congrats. And second Thanks. of all, there is a question that Corinne and I have been, have been asking ourselves and everyone lately. When you were pregnant, did you find that you became more open? Did anything paranormal happen to you when you were pregnant? Hmm. Um, no, not really, actually. But I will say, just like related to pregnancy, and I think I maybe wrote this in an email once, I have. I know a lot of people who have had like pregnancy premonitions, where like they'll dream things that have then happened. And I had a lot of like deja vu where I'd be like, oh my gosh, this happened in a dream or did this already happen? Like, and I'll say to my husband, like, did we already have this conversation? He'll be like, I don't think so. And then I'll tell him what happened next. And he's like, that's really weird because that's what I was thinking. And I was about ah. to say it. Oh, that's so weird. That makes so, me like, like that kind of thing trust. happened. <laughs> life and time like how how does one know what I will come now yeah it's just so freaky it's like do we have control of yeah what's gonna happen that's so I mean strange. that's not it's not the first time it's happened though because like I've had premonition dreams before where like I had one actually where I dreamt a person who I didn't know um for like years and I did follow her on Facebook but I dreamt that she was pregnant and I had never had a dream about her in my life. And then the next morning, a friend of ours texted like a group chat and was like, oh, did you see that this girl is having a baby? She just announced it this morning. And it was like after oh my God. Like I had woken up. Like it wasn't, there's no way I could have seen it first. I checked right. the timestamp on every post. It was Whoa. really weird. So you're that just is, magical. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that was just like a weird, I don't know, it was a weird one. But anyway, I'll, I'll stop babbling to tell you the actual on theme story. But um, so I had uh, like four small ones. Um, so not like four stories, just like four objects. Mm-hmm. Um, two were good and two were uh, not great. Um, I grew up in a house that was like really creepy and I never really considered it that haunted until I started like actually sort of keeping track of all the things. Um, but there was this like weird, I don't know what's wrong with my mom, but she like loved clowns and thought they were really <laughs> adorable. And I am horrified of them. Yeah. And I don't know if it happened before or after. Um, but they, she had this like gigantic, like sort of like plushy, like clown tapestry that hung over my crib and then later my bed. And it would consistently fall off the wall. It didn't matter what she used to put it up. She like nailed it into the wall at one point and like the actual nails would like shoot out of the wall and it would flop down. Oh, that's scary. It was really weird. Like I remember um, there was one time when my sister like found a nail in my bed um, and like showed it to my mom. And like even even after that, she still kept putting it back. Um, (laughs) And in my sister's room, um, I used to get these like really crazy dreams about my sister like where she would be like battling light and dark in her room. Um, And that's like my mom. I experienced. (gasps) Yes. Okay. When you told that, I I remember that episode and I was like texting one of my friends being like, did you just listen to this? That's the exact story I told you. Like it was like really weird. I had, I'm also from New Jersey, which is funny, (laughs) but um, yeah. So like, and there was a whole thing where my mom thought that she was like possessed because she would have these like, violent night terrors but the part that was like an object is um she had a crucifix that my mom had put above her bed because she was having these like crazy night terrors and my mom is very catholic and the crucifix would she would wake up in the morning and it would be turned upside down and like my Uh, mom would like come in while my sister was screaming and this crucifix would be upside down and then my mom would go in and like like spread like holy water around the room and like say hail marys and like turn it back and she would like return in the morning and it would be upside down again and to the point where she actually like i remember her yelling at my sister being like 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 that she was like rebelling or something because my sister (laughs) hated going to church and she was like how dare you like to face like jesus my sister was like i can't even reach it like my sister was like maybe 11 like really small and it was like pretty high up there how so, long like, she'd have to like really for? like um I mean we only lived in that house we're like three years apart we only lived in that house until I was like about eight of eight um so uh, maybe like a year or so and it was weird because it didn't I mean it did escalate to the point where like no other objects happened but there was one time when my mom like could hear her like crying out like really loud and they're we're on a split level so they're like a floor away and on the opposite sides of the house so it's like pretty far for her to hear her like yelling out as like a kid and my my mom like actually like approached the priest and they refused to come and bless the house they like told her that she was being hysterical and like blamed it on postpartum depression and they were like you're just overly tired and so she like Yeah. And what's weird is she had gone to a therapist and the therapist was the one who was like, I think you should talk to a priest. That makes me so mad. Which feels like so opposite. (laughs) 
I know. And so like my mom said that she actually like, yeah, like my mom like actually scooped her up like out of her bed and took her out of the room and like carried her down to the living room and was like saying Hail Marys over and over. And she said after she did about like nine Hail Marys, which like three by three which is like also kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they like suddenly she just stopped and like went limp. And then she just woke up and was like, how'd I get down here? Oh, and my mom was like really freaked out. <laughs> Your sister should meet my sister. They have a lot in common. Uh, yeah. And my <laughs> sister didn't, my sister denies all of this. Um, But I actually only heard this story because after listening to your show for the very, very first time, I binged it and heard Dominus on my way to my mom's house. And the first time I've ever had technical difficulties, my phone, like with my phone, my phone overheated while you guys got to like the peak of the story where like he's there in like the car. No joke. And it like overheated and shut off. And my mom had recently moved. So I was like depending on the GPS and didn't know where I was going and like almost veered off the road because I was like panicking, trying to be like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? I think I'm supposed to take a turn. Um, And then when I got there, I told my mom what happened because I was really shaken. And my mom was like, oh, I don't have any ghost stories, but this weird thing happened with your sister. And then she told me that story. And I was like, what the hell? Um, no go so that was kind of crazy wow <laughs> yeah just a casual possession <laughs> oh that yeah um is terrifying the other one is like really short the two Please. nice ones so I'll just end on a nice note but um, my <laughs> my um uh, my grandma has always had like a sixth sense um she's passed now but she's always had like some kind of connection but she was one of those like old school Italians where she like knew that she had something but would constantly be like no 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 that's that doesn't exist don't worry about it and I think it was one of those like you don't want to be too open to invite the bad and so she would sort of just like brush it off um, but she always had some kind of like sixth sense and she would say stuff to relatives that like people would be like, how does she know that? Like, I didn't tell anyone. And uh, when she passed, like we all had like shared dreams um, where like she visited us. But she also like clearly has visited like my my mom has a drawer of scarves or she did when I was growing up. And like years and years after my grandmother passed, this drawer, even after my mom had like worn and washed these scarves, continued to very, very fragrantly smell like my grandmother. And like, it was not her dresser. It was my mom's dresser. Like it wasn't like she also like was in the furniture or something. It was like just in this one drawer. And it was like, my mom had like worn them multiple times. She would wash them multiple times. Cause like, you know, like she wears them around, they get used and the yeah. drawer just continue to smell so strongly and never faded. That is and so like, beautiful. It was the, the second object, this is the last one of the four. So the second object was she gave me when I was born, um, this like, it's like, um, like a prayer music box where it's like two children and they like, it's like, um, ceramic. It was like really, I think it might've been like one of those like precious one, you know, like the, something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but the, it was like the ceramic ones and they sit and they spin. Um, and I knocked it off my nightstand accidentally and broke it. And it was like, after my grandma had died and I was so upset because she had given it to me. And like, I just, 
I, I never really like listened to it before she passed, but I would like play it after she passed. Cause it was just very comforting. And I was so upset that I had broken it, but I kept the music box portion, even though the ceramic broke. And when I was in my like teens, like right after, um, like it must've been like less than a year later, we went on um, like a spring break vacation to like Virginia. Or so there's like somewhere, some nonsense, like family <laughs> vacation, like budget vacation kind of thing. Like they didn't even have the pools open at this place. Um, but we went antiquing because there was like nothing to do. And even though I was like 13 and thought antiquing was boring, I was like, yes, please get me out of this room. Like I'm coming mm-hmm. antiquing with you. Um, and I, like walked into this store, like insisted we go to this store and like made a straight line to like one particular shelf. I just like felt drawn to and sitting in the middle of the shelf clear as day was a replica of just the porcelain piece, like not the music box, just the piece that was broken and missing of this exact same music box. I'm getting chills actually just saying it. It's so special. Because I feel like she like led me there and was like, here you go. Like, don't be sad. That is so sweet. That is so amazing. Just like the best spiritual interference that could ever occur. Just helping you replace your your loved objects that aren't necessarily haunted. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, piecing things it- back together. I guess it was like not so much that it was haunted, but like she was able to like call me to it. Yeah, which is cool. oh, that is really special. Yeah, I'm not convinced that your clown poster or tapestry, or whatever, whatever it was, isn't haunted. Like, <laughs> well, I think something... there was just like a ton of activity in that house. So like, whether the actual clown was haunted or someone was like messing with us like I used to see hat man in that room I would also see this like I can't remember what it's called like there's an actual like folklore for this like old like haggard like witch that climbs through your window at night and I used to see that as a child like repetitively um where she would come and try to like eat my hair (laughs) which is like so weird but I like read recently that that's like a real folktale which I had definitely never heard at the time that's so creepy that is really really creepy yeah like all kinds of weird stuff happened in that house there was also like a ghost boy there's tons of stuff and I won't take up too much time but like that was yeah the the house had so much stuff in it and I think I wrote some emails (laughs) that are like floating around your inbox too Okay, okay well, I'm gonna we search need for to that. know more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, when you started off with the clown one, I was like, okay, that's really creepy. But what if there's like someone living in your walls that hates clowns? Oh my and, like, god! Them down. We, we had like a definitely not very finished attic, so I hope not. But because we used to get animals up there all the time, so like I don't know. <laughs> Whoa! Oh gosh! Jeez! So. Oh. Does that house still exist? Do you have family members still living in that house? Um, no, it didn't remain a family home. It definitely still exists, though. And whenever I'm, like, in that area, I always, like, drive by it to check it out. Um, but, no, I don't really know anything about it now. You should just leave this really cryptid message in the the mailbox there being, like, do you see the spirits, too? And just not yes, it. That is <laughs> just my leave dream. it there. Please do it. Yeah, <laughs> I am really curious. Like, there was a ghost boy I used to, like, play with, and I didn't realize it was a ghost until I was, like, an adult and asked my mom about, like, the little boy I used to play with at the house. And my mom was like, I don't know who that is. 
And when I started describing it, I was like, now that I think about it, he, like, always wore the exact same outfit. And it was, like, this, like, blue button, like, colonial-looking, like, shirt. And she was like that. She looked like white as a ghost and was like, never talk about this again. And I was like, oh, uh, that's weird. <laughs> that is wow. So- this house has everything. It's, yeah, it's like I like I said, I never really thought about it as being that active until I started like telling stories. And then I was like, wait, there was actually a lot of stuff that happened in this house. It just felt like your normal life. And then. Yeah, like that just felt. Yeah, exactly. It just felt yeah. like that's my life. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you guys don't live there anymore and that hasn't followed you. Thanks. <laughs> Me too. But I am also glad that you, you have it so you can share it with us. Yeah, I also hope I don't have familial hat command because that would really not be great. I no, know. No, no, For the no. sake of your of your child, I hope so too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking about it so I don't make that happen. <laughs> don't haunt the baby. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I'm like, I I can't even sit still. I'm energized now. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you, Kristen. Bye. Wow. Okay. Kristen, I feel like would be the girl whose house you didn't want to sleep over at. (laughs) You're just scared of what would happen. I mean, I, I was that person as well. So yeah, I I feel it, but so fun. So much happening. Also, this chat is cracking me up. Yeah, because Nick is our biggest troll ever. I know. Nick's getting TP'd. Nick said, are we talking about haunted objects? I have one at home. My wife. It's okay. Yeah, Nick, you don't want to say that because what if I actually do become haunted and then it's all his fault, so. And then everyone's making jokes about him calling you an object over here objectifying <laughs> women wow. my dad goes nick again <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to delete green room from his phone i know that's so funny or yeah. he's like gonna troll until we allow him back on here yeah also he's at like a work retreat right now he shouldn't even be no, on even his home. phone well he's being a supportive husband i'm gonna report him to his company Honestly, this is good that we're having this little, like, laugh break because (laughs) Kristen's story has actually really spooked (laughs) me. I'm going to be thinking about all of these, especially the upside-down crosses. Uh, Oh, just the the whole thing. The, like, nails also being, like, The nails. Yeah. Removing themselves from the walls. I can't. I can't. That was so creepy. (laughs) It's so creepy. But this is why we're here. We love this stuff. Let's just keep it going. Yeah. Also sweet. Like, the story of the scarves and everything so yeah the whole gambit okay I'm gonna bring up Joseph and then after that is Allison just giving people heads up that's good because I feel like coming on stage is really anxiety inducing and also people never expect to be called up so I think we've caught a lot of people off guard yeah in terms of where they are and what they're doing (laughs) My favorite is still, I, I, I like the background noise because I like to imagine what people are doing with their lives. Like, I can't remember the listener's name who came up here, but I was like, I think she's taking a bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bubble bath. <laughs> Can Hello, you hear Joseph. my heater? No, I can't hear your heater. Okay, that's good. Hi, Joseph. You are on mute if you are trying to talk. Which happens every single time, so don't feel embarrassed if that's the case of the Unless Joseph is 
taking a bathroom break. Joseph. It we'll happens. Just whisper his name really creepily. Joseph. Joseph. Joseph, are you here? <laughs> I tried to do the creepy growl you did the other day, and three voices came out of me, and I spooked myself. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> I spooked myself and Brian. We're like, oh, never doing that again. All right. So creepy. Let's give Joseph a, a five second countdown. And the summer then. just wrote, oh my God, bubble bath. And I, <laughs> I feel like I'm attempting to say it the way that she's hearing it, which is the hormone monster. Hormone monstrous. Hormone monstrous. Bubble bath. Um, yeah, okay. Let's, all right. I'm going to bring Allison up and Joseph can stay up here and maybe, maybe he'll um, come back suddenly from possession or back. Have break. a panic attack when he realizes he's up on stage. Yeah. <laughs> But we can't hear it. him. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't think about like, what if we pull someone up when they're on the in the bathroom? I, I think about it all the yeah. time. Every single time someone comes up, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> Probably on the toilet. I don't know why I think that. That's so gross. Um. Okay. It's well, gross. It's Allison, natural. Allison, are you on the bathroom and are you with us? Are you, are you with us? That's are you alive? Are you with us? You don't know. Ghosts love to use phones and technology. Like that's true. We could have a ghost on here. Allison, and we we have had ghosts on here. Allison, if you're talking, you are on mute. With a cat and Allison. The- Allison. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I are having fun. <laughs> This is like, this feels like campfire stories, right? Like we're at a sleepover right now. We're just being weird. I don't know. Allison and Joseph, if you're trying to get up, maybe say hello in the chat. Yeah. Send something in the chat. Let us know if you're here. Let Sabrina know if you're still with us. Are you still with us? Oh my gosh. What if anyone, what if it's like the ring and anyone we bring up on stage has seven days? Sabrina, no one's ever going to come to this again. What are you talking about? Oh, I love seven days. I love being weird. <laughs> <laughs> also, I know that no one else can see us right now, but we video call each other so that we can at least like interact and see each other. And Sabrina's not even looking at me. She's just in a spinning chair, just doing circles. Just I am. I'm just having so much fun. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, I'm crying. Okay, well, Wait, someone said Joseph is back. Hello, Joseph. Wow, <laughs> this is like this really feels like a seance. Joseph is here. Joseph <laughs> is with, with us. <laughs> Joseph, do you have anything to tell us? Joseph, if you're Channel here, through me, say something. Speak. Write something. Use my voice as yours. <laughs> Oh my god. Allison said, What is going on? Allison, we are with you. We don't know either. We've got you, we've got Joseph just hanging out on screen. Wait, okay, mine doesn't show Allison anymore. Okay, wait, she's in the chat. Can you see her? She just said okay. Okay. I'm reading Allison again. Joseph, (laughs) send us a sign. Blow out the candle, Joseph. Oh, can you guys oh, hear me? Yes. yes. Oh my 
oh my god okay honestly thank you for rescuing us from ourselves i'm so sorry okay because here's the thing so i was i'm gonna i was in a michael and then you guys were like oh we're gonna bring her up and i was like shit and so i ran outside and it wasn't working so i had to run over to best buy to use their free wi-fi so (laughs) all right live from the big box retail stores we've got committed. i'm so committed to you guys i love it oh my god i'm so sorry okay well so my mom um is okay so when she was in the 70s she was in egypt and she was telling me how there used to be these mummy beats that were always all over the sand because when uh, like grave robbers or whatever would or tomb raiders would go and steal stuff from the mummies they would just like rip the beads off because they weren't really of any value and so you could just look at the ground and you could just see them glistening like little tiny stones and so when she went like I don't know if this is like politically correct right now but it was the 70s so it's probably fine she like picked them up and took some of them home and oh (laughs) yeah that's a good Um, way to get cursed (laughs) no for real and she knows that now um and (laughs) so what happened is over the next several like decades they would disappear and then they'd reappear and then they would disappear. And when they would reappear, she would wake up and there'd be a mummy at the foot of her bed and she would freak out then wake up completely and it would be gone. And then she'd find the beads and then she'd put them somewhere like, okay, like I'm putting them here. I'm not going to lose them this time. And then she'd go back to try to find them again. And they weren't there. And this, this happened for years. And she told me the story like growing up. And I was, of course, so obsessed with these beads. I was like, I need <laughs> to know where these are and I want to find them <laughs> so bad. And so for for the longest time, I would just like always keep my eye open and try to figure out where they could be. And finally, after being lost for like 15 years, I was cleaning out the garage and I like looked in one of these boxes that had a bunch of my mom's stuff in it. And I found them in the bottom of the box in this little like wooden this tiny tiny wooden box in this little like old crumpled bag and there were these super old cool looking colorful beads that were super small like way smaller than I thought they'd be and I was so excited I ran up I was like mom mom look I found them I found them they're right here and she was like oh my god like put those down (laughs) and she ended up having another nightmare about the mummy again that night I didn't I think I was too excited it couldn't touch me I was so pumped (laughs) but she she was like okay I'm gonna set them aside um I have a friend that's going to Egypt soon and I'm going to give them to her to send them back then they disappeared again and she was like okay guys listen you I've had you for like 40 years if you want to go back to Egypt you need to show yourself again so I could give them to her to take you back. And they wouldn't show up again. And she couldn't find them. And I couldn't find them. And now we don't know where they are. They got used um, to living with you. Yeah, I mean, at this point, they're committed. I mean, it's probably better than just soaking in the sun, like, constantly in the dirt. Like, that would kind of suck, right? And so, I don't know. But, yeah, they just, they kind of do what they want, show up when they want, and show themselves to whoever they want. And... Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's really really creepy. The the oh. having a dream about the mummy like when they reappear is so interesting. What is the dream that your mom has? So, it's not so much a dream, but she like wakes up and there's it picture the mummy from the movie The Mummy. Oh god. Like yeah, no, really scary stuff. Like <laughs> she would see that at the foot of her bed like 
kind of like growling. Oh. Oh. And so oh, it wasn't good. Gosh. It was like really scary and like reaching for her. And then she'd like wake up completely. Like when the movie The Mummy came out, she couldn't watch it. It scared her more than anything she'd ever seen because it was just like what she'd experienced. And oh my so, yeah, she had to. Yeah, she she couldn't watch any of that kind of stuff. I wonder and if you guys like, could have like find someone who could like study them. Yeah, I know. I, I've been to, I'd be super interested because I almost majored in archaeology and then I did something else, but I still studied it a lot and that's something that I thought about and I kept trying to find them while I was doing that major to like show them to a professor or something, but I couldn't find them again. And but yeah, I'd be really interested if an ex- I, 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 like an expert looked at them they could like figure out where they came from. Um, Wait, I have a thought. So assuming that these are obviously very haunted haunted beads you would think that they would want to return to their rightful place and that your mom was right to try to send them back to Egypt but the fact that they disappeared again is really suspicious so what if they are meant to be with you Allison because they're supposed to be your big mystery that brings you back to archaeology no, I don't accept that negativity. Oh, that's so scary. I mean, maybe. I mean, I want to go to Egypt so bad. Like, that would be so cool. And if I ever go, I'm going to send the vibes out and go to her place and be like, guys, look, I can take you back too. But, yeah, no, if I ever find them again, like, when I go and visit home, like, I'm going to try to really keep them with me and see if I can, like, yeah. do something, especially if I go and travel more. But, yeah, I know you think that if she was, like, you guys have the opportunity to go back and they didn't, it's just, like, they have a mind that they're on to do what they want. But, thankfully, we're not, like, haunted by this mummy, like, constantly. It only shows up, like, when the beasts make uh, an appearance or make their presence known, you know? Yeah. I, I'm interesting, though, because it's, like, it, it almost makes me think the, the spirit travels with the beads like if they just disappear constantly like where is it going yeah yeah I I have no idea maybe it's just exploring America just having a good time do you have photos of them um no I don't think so that's part of the thing is I don't think anybody's ever taken a picture of them and when I found them I don't think I even thought to take a picture of them and I'm really bummed about that but if you get a picture like old worn beads that were once really colorful that kind of lost their color but they're they're like the size of oh my gosh I don't even know like but they're just they're very very small but and they have this cool like old broken little like string with them that had been broken off with the actual sarcophagus uh, oh they're so cool but they're so scary (laughs) oh my gosh okay well yeah if you find them again I try to capture a photo and let us know what happens. Oh, yeah. No, you, you'll definitely be the first to know, probably even over my mom. So I don't <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this. This is so cool. Yeah, no, my pleasure. I, I thought it was very exciting. And thanks for making it work. Thanks for your dedication. <laughs> yeah, thanks for sprinting into yeah. Best Buy and getting on the Wi-Fi. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. I was so... Just, there's nothing. I only exited out of the app like four times, but like closed it. It was just it was chaotic in there for a minute. But. <laughs>
Hopefully well, and the irony of this whole thing now. is you were originally in Michael's, which sells beads, and the story is about beads. <laughs> I know. So. No, you guys, I was actually in the beads section when you were like, okay, well, Michael, wherever is not coming up, so, like, we're going to call you up, and I'm like, oh, my God, so, yeah, no, so. <laughs> Well, perfect timing. Yeah. Okay, if well, I, I pray that these beads, I don't pray that you get the mummy haunting you, but I pray that these beads make an appearance again, and we get to hear about that. Yeah, okay, I do, and I will email it to you guys. Thank Amazing. you so much, Allison. Wow. All right, now is the moment for us to try again. Joseph. Joseph. Hello. Oh my yes! gosh, hello. Yo. <laughs> okay. That no, was so it was so weird. I was just, I was driving home from school and it just like, I parked because I was like, oh, I'm up soon. I'm ready. And then it just like, everything on the app just freaked out. So it was so oh. weird. Whoa. Well, clearly. Yeah, I was a little like, I. You. The, to tell that story yeah maybe i don't know well maybe i i I hope i hope it hasn't followed me (laughs) well this is your yeah i guess i can be (laughs) quick i can be quick about it because i already kind of wasted a bunch of time i guess oh my gosh take your time i had a blast it It was fine (laughs) we're and i lost our minds a little bit in that moment (laughs) but it was fun (laughs) okay yeah i was so like this isn't like a certain specific haunted item, but like my one ghost experience that gets me all excited. So this was back in high school a few years ago, and I was actually on a blind date. I was being set up with some girl. So it was like our first date. And so this takes, I'm from North Dakota, so there's not a whole lot out there besides like farm fields and like nothingness. Mm-hmm. So we're like, hanging out like going to walmart like a bunch of bored north dakota kids do and then the one girl that wasn't my date was like hey we should go to that haunted farmhouse and my date was like oh no we should like she was kind of freaked out about it but we already we were yeah we were already on the way so we're like the other guy was driving and so he just started driving i was like oh no this doesn't sound good and so the girl's story my date's story she tells us on the way is she went there to take just like cool pictures of like the old abandoned houses. And while she was there, she found like a horse bridle, like to like control a horse. And she's like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Take it home and clean it up. And as soon as she like put it in her car and like started driving off the property, her car just started freaking out supposedly like the electric seat like adjuster just started moving by itself and like her horn was blaring and like the wipers were going all crazy. And so she's telling us this story and I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll believe you. I won't like be rude and grab something to like test it. So we're there, we're walking around, whatever. It's like pitch black. At one point we're like walking by this like old horse barn and I hear these, this knocking inside. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be that guy and try and get everyone scared. So we're about to leave. The girls are in front of us. Me and my friend are behind him. And he like remote starts his car to like kind of scare him. And this is important because like, so the car is on as we're, everything is happening. Mm-hmm. And so we get in and my buddies, my, my friend, his girlfriend was the last one to get in. And right as she got in, the, like, wipers on the 
like the wipers started moving, but not like normally, like in a pattern, they would go like really quickly and then they would go slowly and then really quickly. And then like the automatic lights on this truck, like turned off. So it was pitch black all around us. And so we're all freaking out and like trying to get the lights on and they won't stay on. And like all of a sudden the lights in the cab of the car turn on and the AC turns off. So it's just like dead silence. Oh, this is so <laughs> unsettling. And it feels like, I mean, how, I know there's more to the story, but how long is this, how long is this period of time? Like to me, it feels like it's hours. <laughs> it was like, this is, this probably all happened within like three to five minutes. Like it was super quick, but yeah, it was really, we were like screaming. Everyone sure. was freaking out. And like, we knew that the girl that was the last one to get in that she had definitely taken something because she was just kind of a wild fun one of the group and we're like what did you we're like screaming at her freaking out yeah and then so the car so like everything shuts off and then all of a sudden the truck like turns off by itself and so this is like a at the time it was like 2017 so it was like a brand new pickup truck like his, it was his dad's truck and like brand new and he puts the key in and like turns the key and on the little monitor like digital monitor monitor thing it just says something like damage key replace key Ugh. so so we couldn't get the truck started so we were like stuck here and we were all freaking out and then finally, the girl, like, opens the door and just, like, tosses something and shuts the door. And then we're like, okay. And, he, and then my friend just turns the key and starts the truck right up. And we just drive and leave. Like, it was totally fine after that. Totally fine. Everything was, like, lights were fine. Everything was fine. Oh. And so I was, like, we were freaked out. But, like, the, the scary thing is, like, so the story, like, kind of exp- spans over, like, a few years. But, like... A few months, like a month later, we were hanging out again, but we were in the car of my date. So like she was my girlfriend at the time we broke up, but like we were in her car, the same car that she had taken to this farmhouse. And we're just driving randomly down like the road, like out of town kind of. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the horn is just blaring. Like somebody was just leaning full body weight into it. And her, like, emergency flasher started going off. And, like, so we pulled over, and she took the keys out, but the horn wouldn't stop blaring, and the lights kept flashing. Whoa. How did it stop? We, like, I don't know. So we, like, even, like, tried to take, like, unhook the battery. And as soon as we put the battery back on, like, it just kept going. So her dad ended up coming and, like, picking us up. And so her mom like drove us home, but her dad just drove away with this car freaking out by itself. And like, I I don't even know how they like got it to stop. It just was like possessed or something. Wow. And then it turns out like I I learned a few years later, like two years later that that car and the truck that we had taken, both of them had to be totally just like scrapped because they just stopped working. Like they couldn't get them to work anymore. Oh, that's really weird. That's super weird because when you were talking about her taking something and then throwing something outside of the car and the car working again, I was like, oh, clearly whatever she had with her 
was the like thing causing all the hauntings. But if the other car, if the truck also had the same experience or something very similar, sounds like this family is just haunted. I, I guess I don't land. know. It was well, it was like, like the farmhouse land, like you know those places that like even it like even if you take a rock, it's said to like haunt you or follow you and give you bad luck. Like just being on that property probably could be the reason. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. It was because it was like two separate families, so it was something to do with the land, I think. But like I don't know, some grouchy old farmer that had passed away and doesn't want anyone messing with his stuff. I don't know. It was, it was just weird. That's so interesting. Do you know anything else about the history of the farmhouse? Um, no, because like North Dakota has a lot of just old abandoned, like farmhouses and like schoolhouses. And so like, I probably could do his like research, but I never did. So it's just one of those, like one of a hundred just, dilapidated farms i guess yeah wow i mean this is like the extreme of haunted objects this is like thousands of pounds of of (laughs) metal and steel just terrifying it's like a death drop yeah that you can't control and was this a first date yeah it it was a first date (laughs) (laughs) did you guys go on a second date yeah, it was kind of weird. We dated for about a month. It was kind of a rough relationship. Maybe it was like a red flag I should have seen. <laughs> the way it started. Yeah, how it started. It didn't end well, so Aww. I don't know. It was. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, oh, it's fine. Also, it's like, it's I'm sorry. I feel, for us. I feel slightly offended about this red flag thing because that would mean that myself and Sabrina both are big red flags. No, Corinne, it's <laughs> no. just the way that like it happened, how scary it all was. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was it, very specific <laughs> to this one one relationship that it was maybe maybe the ghost was trying to tell me, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So whatever was happening there, I think it was just trying to say like, hey, stay far away from this place. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Scary. Super creepy. At least you experienced it within a group. Yeah, that's true. So you have that. You have other witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) Other people with the shared trauma of this experience. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's how that's how I found out about like the truck being completely broken is because I brought it up and I was like, that still messes with me, man. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what her family experienced. Someone in the chat asked if her dad was okay. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I saw him later on, so I think he was okay. <laughs> okay, good. Wow. I wonder if she's in the chat with us right now. <laughs> if you're out there, girl, what happened to you? Can you imagine? What if we made this a paranormal like dating show where we rekindle old, <laughs> old flames <laughs> who experienced <laughs> the paranormal together? <laughs> We or okay okay pitch for our dating show we we match people up and they have to go to a paranormal event together and if they make it through then maybe they'll be good together. Yeah, Joseph, would you want to be one of the contestants? Um, well, I'm engaged now, so <laughs> okay, you're out. Okay. I'm out. I'm sorry. Okay, well, how about we send you and your fiance to a haunted place and see what happens? Um. I'd be down. I don't think she would like that. <laughs> That's okay. You have your puppy to protect you. And your picture, yeah, that, your profile picture, if that is your puppy. 
It's my grandparents' puppy, so Aww. maybe they'll let me borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> so still a family member. If it's yeah. your grandparents, that's your that's your second cousin. Right there. Oh my gosh. Well, Joseph, thank you so much for sharing this story. And if we do ever create this this uh paranormal (laughs) reality TV show, we will we will we will come back and follow up. I'll be a I'll be a backer. I'll I'll help. (laughs) I can hold a camera or something. (laughs) Yeah, executive producer. You could be a scout. You can help us find (laughs) couples. Amazing. All right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you, so Thank much. you Joseph. Corinne, I think we've gone off the rails a bit this week. I know. <laughs> I've also noticed that I think we start at least one business or like pitch one or two business <laughs> ideas every single episode. For those what we you, did this? For those of you who are listening, Corinne and I spent the hour before this just talking about our year ahead and like plans. And we have so many ideas that like we just had to like sit with each other and be like, okay, but like realistically, what can we actually realistically? Do? We don't own a company with one thousand employees to yes. help us. We are so. two humans. If we can start actual projecting in our sleep and like get stuff done while we're sleeping, then sure, let's do it all. Honestly, I just want to be one of those people who only has to sleep four hours at night. There are those people. I know they exist because I knew one of them in college. Where that's just all they need. It's and then they me. get so much done. It's like 12 to 4 a.m. They're asleep. And then they have the whole rest of the day. People like have asked me before what my favorite like part of day is. Like if I'm a night person or a morning person, I was like, I'm a sleep person. A sleep person. Like yes. I'm my best self when I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you're also a super active sleeper because you actually project. So like you have it in years. I don't know. No, that's not true. I think you've done it a few times recently. Have I visited you and you haven't told me what's happening? No, but I think you're, I don't think you're actually projecting into this world. I think you're going into the actual plane. Uh, Maybe that's why I'm always so tired. Yeah. Maybe you're expelling way more energy. I'm not sure how that works. Interesting. Well, should we, I know it's six, but does someone have like a really quick story? We just want one more to end the, uh, Evening with. Wow, look at you, Sabrina. Keeping us on a little bit later. Normally, you're like, I've got people to see. I've got places to go. <laughs> Leia's meowing. She wants some food. Now you're all about these stories. Now I'm being a night person. Genesis goes, someone tell a story. <laughs> oh, Emily, I have a small one. Great. A few tiny story. Oh, Emily. lovely. Hello. Yay. What are, you, what are you eating in your photo? Yeah, what is that? Um, that's a head of lettuce. Oh, my God. <laughs> I used to work at Trader Joe's, and I don't know. I would eat that I, <laughs> sometimes. I love it. I'm a big fan of just heads of lettuce. Dude, yes, I'm a vegetarian, too. Aren't yes, you? Yes, I am. Yes, yeah, same, dude. Rabbits. I, us little I, rabbit I, girls. No, but I can't give up cheese. Like, cheese is it for me. Uh, I'm telling you. I, oh, I just had a full conversation with Corinne talking about, this. about how, like, cheese is my undoing. It's my kryptonite. Dude, same. It really is. <laughs> the okay. cheese drawer. I'll tell you so, so fast because I know it's past six. But um, one time, I'm telling you guys, it's really tiny. One time I went downstairs and there was, like, change on my nightstand. And when I came back upstairs, it was all um, stacked. But I was home alone. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So I that's my, like, yeah, dude, that's my one, like, I know the paranormal exists because 
that happened to me and it was very recent and I, I freaked out, but I was happy about it. I was like so excited that something paranormal finally <laughs> happened to me. Um, but then I Googled it and apparently spirits use coins. I've heard a lot. Yes. Yeah. And it also sounds like this could also be a ghost. It's just like, ugh, I hate messes. I need to organize these coins. They were, yeah, they were all quarters too. There were, there was no like mix. It was like a stack of quarters. Okay. So it's yeah. a helpful ghost. Yeah, it was cute. I'm sorry. That was such a small no, story. Oh my gosh, I love know. this. This is exactly what I was asking for. Yeah, well, the way that you guys small. are talking about it, Emily and Sabrina, are making it, it's making me feel better about it. But I totally went the other way with this story. I thought it was extremely creepy. Like just the act of of like assigning order and being able to stack things and being like meticulous about something. It made me feel like this this spirit had like a oh. lot of power. Oh. No, Corinne. <laughs> I, I was not scared. So like, I, I don't want to be scared now. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> There's no reason to be scared of that. If no, anything, it's all good. Yeah. If anything, maybe like ask that they like give you more money or if they help you organize other things. Damn, I wish. I'd pay, <laughs> I'd pay Bay Area rent, dude. I oh, wish. Gosh. No. Or maybe it's like the ghost version of a fidget spinner. It's just like, I need a little something to do with my hands. I'm kind of bored here. Let me just stack this change. Yeah, yeah. maybe, man. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but it was cool. I liked it. Sorry, that was so small, but oh my, uh, don't say sorry. That was the best. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Emily. Of course. Of course. Thank you. Your podcast rocks. I actually just bought the long sleeve today with the ghosts on it. The white one. Oh, yeah. the ghost cluster one. Yeah, dude, I love ghosts. Like, I love when they look cute like that. I actually have a little sheet ghost tattoo. Oh, we all have to send us a picture. Email it. To I know. Us. I want to see it. Yeah, I can email it to you. It's my um grandparents' blanket that they gave me when I was born. So it's like my blanket, but it's a ghost. It's cool, I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's I so love sweet. it. So yeah, it's amazing. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you, guys. I love your show so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's a great way to end it. Compliments. I know. Emily got me in such a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wow. Now you're going to sleep so well and peacefully. And (laughs) yeah. Um, Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We are not going to do a theme next week, but I do see you all in the chat with the dreams. Um, I love that idea. So let's hold on to that and we'll do it. Yeah, and also Genesis had made a good suggestion that on on Instagram or or Facebook or somewhere on social media to for us to put basically like a what are your topic suggestion so that we Ooh. can collect everybody's um, so that we can kind of pluck from a few. But for other people's knowledge, we we tend to do them every like three or four weeks. Yeah. So it's mostly open ended, um, or at least the next few weeks will be. Yes. Um, I just. Don't want to leave, but I guess I will. Should we just hang out here and just like breathe and, and watch the chat? That's the thing. I wish we could just like end it, but also keep the chat going. Well, that's what this like group me is. Yeah, that's, Carista. Yeah, Carista made a, a group me. Sabrina and I are in it. We are. So, I haven't checked it, but I'm I haven't. It. I was I'm in lurking. The, I'm yeah. I'm like the lurking ghost in the corner who doesn't say anything for like years, and then finally one day gathers up enough courage to, to stack a court, few quarters. And you know. <laughs> what's that meme? Is it like Britney Spears or something that's peeking out from the bush? <laughs> that's you. Just, yeah, hey, it's me. <laughs> Suddenly here. Uh, well, thank you guys for joining. We will be back here on Tuesday next week at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we can't wait to hear more stories. 
Yes, please come and join us. Join our pyramid scheme. I feel like you. I really just want to say, like, love you guys. Okay, <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> okay, but we'll all say it together. And everyone, yeah. even though you're muted, you can say it with us. Yeah. We will see you on the other side. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Green Room. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night, hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there. Very spooky.